It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 201. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, regarding the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. You can't escape it anywhere. Watch the latest installment of Duty Commenced. The Feast Season 15 is coming soon. Patch 5.2 Echoes of a Fallen Star site update. PAX East 2020 interview with Yoshida and... Yusuke Mogi. 5.25 patch notes. The Feast Season 15 is underway, and we have developers blog. But first, let's shoot the shit. Hey, Ruby. Hi, Yelta. How are Hi. you? I am great. How are you? That's good. That's good. You're feeling better, I'm sure. Yeah. I know you were yeah. a little under the weather a couple of weeks back. We took a an additional week off, and uh, we're here. We're good. Everybody's good. My house is good, so if you're sitting at the house right now, and uh, we're still in COVID land, so um, you know we're thinking of you. Um, thank you for listening to us uh, during this time. So, uh, if you need anything, reach out to Yelta and I. Uh, we can't do much other than yawn on about Final Fantasy XIV and the other games we play. But we hope that this is a break from the uh, the craziness that's out there for you. So sit back, have a cold one on us. And uh, I'm drinking tonight. I got my uh, my ruby red vodka again and Sprite. I'm I'm living the high life again, feeling good. And I'm not going to talk for uh, 20 minutes about Animal Crossing this week because I actually did play some Final Fantasy 14. But I will say I did play Animal Crossing. I'm loving Animal Crossing still. It's great. Bunny Day is upon us shortly, um, so we've we've been collecting all the recipes in our household. And then I've also been back on some Dragon Quest Eleven because I finally beaten the second third of that game. <laughs> only I'm only on hour, uh, hour 105, oh my I think. Lord. And I'm almost at that. That uh, I'm kind of through with the third half or the third third of of uh, of this game. Uh, there's uh, there's multiple endings to this game, so um, we'll see how that goes. But th- those are fun distractions in the meantime. But boy, we had some good stuff come out recently. So, <laughs> yeah. To begin with, I had been periodically checking. Uh, we'll get to this part in the news because uh, they have finally stopped the housing demolition. The forums have been clamoring for this for weeks on end. While I was still at work, I am working from home currently, but while I was still in the office, I was reading the forums, uh, checking it daily to see what kind of juicy treats I would get out of it. And uh, one that I honestly agreed with was that uh, because of the virus, that housing demolition should have been stopped. And it took them a little bit, but they finally did stop the housing demolition. However, on the day of or the day after, our good friend Brock Sampson in our Discord said, Hold your horses, folks. If you don't check your shit, you might still get your house demolished. Square Enix fucked up again. And we hear this stuff on occasion through Reddit, um, maybe Blue Garter Post or somewhere else that you get your Final Fantasy fourteen news that every now and again, shit will get fucky after they do a, a housing demolition cease and somebody still ends up losing their house. We don't quite know why. So, you know, it triggered me. I'm like, I better get in there and check on my house. Everything was good. My house is fine. I have a conspiracy theory that if you did not go in and check your house after they have stopped the clock, you were still on the old timer 
you and that your house refresh it or something. Yeah, exactly. Refresh your timer or whatever. There, there is no scientific thought behind that. That is just uh, I, I rubbed two crystals together and checked the tea leaves, and that's that's what I came. I rolled some bones, and that, that's what I came up with. But um, anyway, I checked my house. Everything was good. I threw a little bunny decoration in there because I did my hatching tide stuff. And I laughed a lot, Yelta, during Hatching Tide. <laughs> Hatching Tide second quest. So yeah, so when I when I finally got into it, this was really what brought me back. Brought me back is I was like, I got to get this Hatching Tide done, and I, I did it. I think I did it all on the day that the second half came out. I really wanted to check and see, like, what do you miss from that first half? Well, you don't miss anything. You still get to do the quest uh, in succession. So I did the first part. Um, I, I really laughed at the first part, the first part to me where you dress up, I guess it's not a spoiler now, it's about over, right? So, um, you dress up as a bunny and you have to catch these chickens. Uh, that, that had me just hysterical that you throw the lime or whatever and it slows the chickens down and then you have to snatch them up with the net. Uh, just running around in these bunny suits catching chickens was just, I don't know, like I want this mini game back. I really... (laughs) I want this mini game back again. Did you enjoy that? Did you like that? Uh, my latency made it really hard. Ah, uh, yeah, it I was bad because uh, my 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 husband uh, spilled a glass of water on our modem router, and it stopped working, and then it started working, and then it just didn't seem to. work. And I always have latency, but uh, I should go try it. Well, no, is the first half still around? Yeah, you said it was. I should yeah. go try it now. I get a new device. Maybe it'll be better. But yeah, I I could like lime a chicken right next to me and hit it with the net and it wouldn't count. So I don't know. Oh, see, I think even with good latency, you can catch them without throwing the lime. Like, cause they'll do, yeah. uh, they'll walk and then they'll turn, they'll pivot in one spot and you can get them right there. But, um, I, and I didn't read instructions at first. I was like, how do you catch these fucking chickens? And then you talk to the embassy and he gives you the outfit. Mm-hmm. I was like, where do I get the fucking outfit? I'm supposed to beat this to get the outfit. How do I get it? We well, talk to him. He gives you the outfit. You catch the chickens. That part had me giggling. And then, um, then you had the second half and the second half was fun too, where you have to, um, give eggs to all the kids. So you go back, you do some shit and then they're like, well, we're going to have a parade. So you go down this parade and then all these kids are out. And uh, you get to give them all eggs. Now, leading up to that, there's a cool little part where uh, you have to find these eggs, three three different eggs. And I don't know if it's random between them. I think it's the same NPCs each time. Um, I guess, spoiler alert uh, on this, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, so the first one, I believe, was Connie Senna. Because she yep, it was her staff. I, I, In fact, when I was replaying the game on my other character... I was actually in talking to her, and I'm like, yes, I was right. That is her staff. Absolutely. So Connie Senna was the first one. And then the second one, with just the rabbit's head and the naked body, almost naked body, is Godbert. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, We gotta love Godbert. Um, And then he – I love that he's like, what has my son been up to these days? He hasn't written me in a while. I'm like, ooh, yeah, where's my Hildebrand quest at? Uh, When they give us a long gap between Hildebrand quests – that's when I crave him more. You know, when they when they <laughs> give us too much Hildebrand, I'm like, enough. It's mm-hmm. too campy. I get – that's just way too much of it. But, you know, as we last saw – and I was disappointed with the way they did the Yojimbo thing, the, the last one. I'm just – I'm a little disappointed with that. But not the fight, but the actual – like the identity. Well, by the Yojimbo. way, he was – uh-huh. all the time. Yeah. Meh. 
But um, when he blasted off or jumped into the hole or whatever and went to, to the first, um, it's like, where is he? Where's my Hildebrand? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, I'm ready, and I hope that's a prelude for some 5.3 antics uh, for Hildebrand to return. So that's that was a cool thing. Now, the last one stumped me. I actually had to ask this in Discord. I had a hunch, but it didn't make much sense to me. And the last one in the red bunny suit was Suzaku. And she gives mention about, you know, her lost love one. Lost. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I thought, well, how is Suzaku out of, like, Ryzen Temple? Like, how does this even work? And I might have to go back and look at my lore and... Maybe they maybe well, she said something about lost wings. So I was I was I I, I hadn't even looked it up yet. <laughs> yeah, so maybe they're able to leave the temple on occasion or or whatever. Um, or maybe they can leave anytime they want to. I mean, they're the fucking four, whatever they are, auspices or whatever they are. So um, four lords. Um, so yeah, that that one kind of stumped me for a minute. I asked and I got some help from that. Thanks, Tom. And uh, I was like, okay, well, cool. So then once you do all that, then you get to go down your parade and you get to give eggs to the kids. Uh, I had... Well, first I'm going to stop you. Oh, yeah. How long did it take you to realize you had to hit this the sync button? I was halfway done before <laughs> I remembered. I'm like, why can't I do anything? It. Uh, I got it maybe after the first set of kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I saw the flashing thing and I guess there were a lot of like sprouts. Maybe that helped me because I mm. saw some sprouts around me and I was like, how are they doing this shit? So, um, yeah, that, that part I was good on. The reason it took me a little bit too, I was kind of in the same boat as you because I started just, I was being silly with it. Um, I was doing the throw gill emote as oh, I was okay. walking. So I was just being silly and throwing gill and then I was like, well, I can't give these kids eggs and then I, I hit the button. Um, but th- that was fun. Um, I really enjoyed that part. That part is a little generic though. I mean, there's some, there's some oh, dialogue. No, the funniest part is all of the NPCs running with you. It's just the best part. Everybody uh, else in bunny costumes is a major character. Well, I guess I missed some of that Yelta because mm. there were so many people oh, that were in our group. It. There was a shit ton of people that were there that were actually playing play playable doing characters, PCs. Okay. Yeah, that were doing it. Oh, I got kind of lost in the crowd. I play with people's names turned off. That's I could see all the chat bubbles. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. All I right. would go do it again and turn off everybody's names. I will do that. Yeah, I will do that. So that's might, fun. Yeah. It's fun to get these quests where you get to see um, the NPCs get to do stuff alongside you. I do like the ones where, like, you have a, you know, like five or six quests, and each time a different NPC comes up, Beaton's mm-hmm. there, and you know the leather worker lady and and all the other people are there sometimes those quests feel a bit tedious like how many times do i have to read this letter to get all 10 12 they don't really need to do 14 Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i I don't mind if they do i don't know the the magic number seems to feel more like seven i'll do it like seven times or five times or five i'm good six i think i'd be good with i and then i'm like seven starts to be like uh yeah and i don't want the odd number i guess i don't know superstitious uh, who knows but but this i like especially now that you're telling me because then then you get to see maybe each fork in the road or something a different npc pop out and have a different bubble uh speech bubble and um that way is the funniest stuff and he bitches about rowena it's ah well we got we've got some of that to talk about a little bit later (laughs) anyway i think 
Uh, so yeah, there, there's just good shit and they, and they try really hard to put all that stuff in these quests. So, um, if you've never done your post Moogle, if you've never done some of these quests that really go into depth of who these uh, NPCs are, I urge you to do it. Uh, it they, there's good lore in this game. I mean, there's good shit anyway, but there's a lot of good lore in this game. So that's hatching tide. That was my experience. Um, and then I had to come back because, uh, 5.25 dropped. Now, I have not done any Sky Steel stuff. I haven't done a lot of the stuff that may have been in patch 5.25. We'll cover it tonight. But um, what I did do was my relic. Boy, howdy. What a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> quest that was. I was not expecting the stuff in there. I don't know if we're going to be spoilerific when we get to that point. point it was or not. short enough. I think we could probably just talk about it. So, so we'll warn uh, you first. Well, yeah, we'll warn you when we get there. I won't talk about it right here, but um, I will say that I really enjoyed just leading up to it. Um, I really enjoyed the music. We will definitely talk about that when we get we'll get to it. Um, uh, the, the music of the new area that you go to. Not the rehashed music in the in the uh, dungeon, so to speak. Uh, the dungeon itself was uh, okay. It's not really a dungeon. If you haven't done it yet, it's not really a dungeon, but it is. Um, I did enjoy the fights. I enjoyed that uh, that one fight where I heard that one song that I really like from <laughs> 1.0. Oh yes. boy! And it yes. was fun to take that guy on solo and just waylay like, oh, you want to see the power of Bahamut? <laughs> <laughs> I'll show it to you. Um, I'm a summoner, by the way. That's what I mean by Bahamut. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, and then, uh, then that last stuff. Wow. What I mean for the for the NPC for for the just the actual clarification of an event that we have heard since the beginning of 1.0. Um, the, the destruction of Bozja, the, the incident, right? Yeah. Of the yep. citadel of uh, Bozja. Um, it, it's, it's incredible that we got, um, catharsis really with, uh, with this, uh, and a shiny new relic. Well, not shiny. Not, <laughs> not shiny. A sh- not a shiny new relic, but we got new relics. Uh, and I guess we can talk about our immense uh, displeasure at, uh, maybe some not shiny relics as it goes. But I did get, um, my summoner one, and it does take about an hour or so because you got to go through all this story, this dungeon, these fights, um, and the, some dialogue at the end of it. Um, and then they pretty pretty much hand you a uh, a relic, and then uh, then they're like, "Got to do another quest. Let's go get another one." So today I logged back in and I was like, "All right, time to get my next relic. Let's get in there and do it." And they're like, "Go buy four of these things." <laughs> like, okay, just just poetics. <laughs> Just spend a thousand poetics and get a new relic. So not quite as in-depth as uh, our last first relic step, which was shiny but made you get three feathers and all that other other stuff. But um, yeah, so it's just a jumping-off point. It's a stepping stone, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But I got two of them, so I'm happy about that. And then my last thing before I shut up and let Yelta speak uh, is uh, I got my bar to 79. Uh, I did that today. Uh, because of the poetic need, I ran the um, the main scenario roulette, and it wasn't bad. I got Castor Meridianum. I tried to skip all the cutscenes, Couldn't do it. Um, no, it was fine. And it's actually pretty good on Bard because I just spammed the AoE attack the entire time and just kill all the little Garlean soldiers and – it's fun. So I got my Poetics and uh, I got to 79, about 79 and a half now. So I'll take that SOB 
to 80, and then I'll grab another relic on a ranged class. I know it's not the preferred ranged class, mm-hmm. uh, but I do have – when we ran Ruby a couple of weeks back, I did get the Gunbreaker weapon. So when I get Gunbreaker, I don't need to worry about that. My Gunbreaker is nowhere even close to 80, but <laughs> I have a Gunbreaker weapon, so I don't need a Gunbreaker relic at this time. I could get it, but I don't I don't quite need it. But the Bard, uh, it will be good to have a, uh, a really nice weapon. Uh, as soon as I get out, and I've been hoarding up some 80 gear for uh, for ranged as well, so um, uh, I'm ready to get that on. And then I guess I might try tank at some point. I really need to get a tank up because there's some quests I need to do. Oh, I need you don't to... have any tanks up yet? Oh, uh, no, movies. no. You haven't so seen I got... the tank roll quest, and you haven't seen the cap quest at the that's end. That's what I'm saying. I I've mm-hmm. got to do that on tank. So I've got a I've got a paladin that's uh, above 60, but I need to really push it to uh, to the 70 mark and then start using it in some stuff. But there's plenty of things I could do antisocial if I'm really uh, have tank. Anxiety, and I don't want to do it with people. Um, mm-hmm. PvP is a place, and I had been taking tank a couple of times into PvP, and I have no problem with that. So we'll see. I've got friends; they might not demoralize me if I if I do some <laughs> hey, bad tanky stuff. Our free company people let let me tank stuff, even in an expert roulette. And yeah, but you're a decent tank, Yelta. No, <laughs> I'm not. You only have to hit like one button to like do an AOE attack and and maybe a, a cooldown. You know. That's, you can find those buttons. All right. Well, I can do about half of that. So we'll see <laughs> how I got to find my cooldowns first. Not uh, use them all. All right. That's all I know. What do you got, Yelton? Oh, I did a lot. Um, I I finally got everything to 80. So I got my, my mount. And then I didn't know what to do with myself, honestly. I'm like, I, I all my crafters are up. My gathers are up. I, I didn't know what else to do with myself. I've been kind of doing a little bit of like gathering achievement hunting and stuff like that, but it's, it's boring. I could do more Ishgard restoration, but it's boring. So I've got a 1.0 character that is, uh, I had rolled years ago. She's got the, uh, she's got the, the tattoo and everything. And, uh, I thought, oh, hell, I'm going to see what leveling a job's up, or, you know, playing through the storyline is like now. So I pretty much soloed completely up to 40. And then some guy sent me a free company invite. Not out of the blue, he sent me a tell. They're so adorable. I joined. They're all like a bunch of people who've been playing for like a week or two. And there's like one other guy who, this is their alt also. And it's just, they're just so adorable and cute. But I had a lot of fun. I got all the way through the, uh, first set of credits rolling that didn't take very long and then uh i think i'm a i think i'm about to fight leviathan we're talking about lashing ships together at sea and and stuff so it's been it's it's been a fun time it's really fast now and i just can't believe how strong i am in a dungeon even with i I always thought that i was burning through these dungeons because i was synced down with good gear no, that the, the the rearrangement. We were talking a little bit about this before we recorded. I think the rearrangement of abilities, when you get what, I I and, and I don't know what else, but it, the dungeons are so much easier than they used to be. Mm. It's just crazy. I was really surprised. I mean, I don't really expect them to be hard, but I'm I'm just so shocked how quickly you can just get through everything. Wow. But uh, but no, I'm having a good time. Uh. It's it's fun and interesting to see the story again because I am watching. I'm not I'm not reading every single word, but I'm watching most of the cutscenes and 
I'm reading most of the stuff. Uh, there are a couple spots where you get lost and you don't, that the quest tells you to go somewhere, but doesn't tell you to go talk to Urian J first or stuff like that. So there are a couple of weirdnesses that uh, it, it doesn't, you, you do have to sometimes go figure out what you were supposed to be doing, <laughs> but mm. hasn't been too bad. So that was fun and it has been fun. In fact, uh, we're in game right now trying to buy this housing plot actually opened up. I don't know how it opened up, but there's a housing plot that opened up and this free company is trying to get the house there. So I'm clicking on it as we speak. But other than that, I did, uh, I did the patch. <laughs> I didn't do every single thing in the patch. I, uh, I got three, three of the relics. I agree with you. I enjoyed the, the long single player instance was, was very cool. The story was cool. I loved the, the song and that new zone. I just loved. And, uh, uh, so I got, let's see, a white mage weapon, a black mage weapon. And I think I got the gunbreaker gun before I ran out of poetics. I was a little bit sad that there wasn't one more step. I didn't expect it to be grindy or anything really, but I expected it to kind of last me a little longer than the afternoon. So I went and looked at the uh, new crafter and gatherer tools. I went mm. and uh, I got I got the culinarian fry pan upgraded all the way now, and I went and got the botanist's hatchet and and uh, and uh, upgraded that all the way. So I've got you know one of each role, I guess. So that was interesting. And they're just, they're, they're not hard. They're just tedious, time consuming, which is fine. But, uh, no, I thoroughly enjoyed myself in the patch and we'll talk about that a little bit more. I'm trying to think what else I did. I did step my foot in the EX trial, but, uh, I only joined like two different blind parties and it was all just blind leading the blind. So I've uh, I've heard bad things for blind parties and even I guess farm <laughs> parties in in this thus far. Yeah, yeah. I I'll probably go watch a video now, read a guide, you know, and expect the people I go with to you know maybe one more blind party maybe this weekend or something. But then you know I want to do it for you know for real. <laughs> it. It, there's a lot of a lot, a lot of dying. It it really it kind of hurts. I don't even know what phase you would consider that I've gotten to. So, but that's how you get the relic armor, is my understanding. So I do have to eventually, yeah. No. Well, that and, and I've said it before, an ex primal is about my speed. I'm not really much of a savage raider. I just raid casually for a couple hours on the Tuesday with some friends and free company mates, but. Uh, no, I I like EX Primals. Me too. I think that was about it. I think that was about that, which was a lot. It's actually a lot of hours of playing. Uh, I did, did did do some Animal Crossing also. <laughs> you have to. But you have to. Yeah, it's it's fun to play for a couple hours and put it down, and then you know maybe, you know maybe the time of day changes and go back and play it for a couple hours again and and stuff like that. So. That was my week. Listener, you can come and shoot the shit with us. Come to the website, www.gtffxiv.com. Let us know what you've been up to. First round is news. We have an update. Well, a notice regarding the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, basically, they're just uh, pausing. We, t- we already said it. They're, they're pausing the housing uh, demolition. Right. So they don't know how long they're going to do it. I don't think 
But, uh, you know, people people are being negatively impacted by this. Uh, maybe the last thing in the world you want to have to worry about is paying for a sub for a game or making sure you can log in to click on your house. So I appreciate it. I think it's a, a good thing. I do too. I, I'm the, always... hot, the hot takes way early on. You know, I, I, I mentioned earlier, like, I was checking this and people were like, when is this going to happen? Well, there, there were some takes on this that were like, well, if they have to stay home, there's no excuse for them not to log in. I mean, that's a what a dumbass yeah, but, take. But how many millions of people have lost their jobs now and don't exactly. have a paycheck, and their sub will, you know, expire at the end of the month? Yeah, I mean, no, they're that's... not. Yeah, not everybody is a 15 year old that high school or middle school has shut down for you, mm-hmm. and you get to. It's summer. Summer started in March. Yay! <laughs> no. No, we have bills to pay and lives to live, yeah, and. and yeah. uh, Maybe some of us are depressed enough that playing a video game is not what you want to do right now. There's myriad reasons why uh, I think that this was a a valid reason for them to stop demolition. Yeah, and, you know, they make their money. I think uh, it's... It's going to, it's going to, well, how many of us are probably going to go buy seven anyway? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, you know, if you had some disposable money. Not me, Yelts. I played already... it 20 years ago. <laughs> I played it, but I don't remember. I didn't remember liking it. So I may just well, Cloud didn't people... remember shit either. At the Cloud end. didn't. <laughs> That's my problem. I don't have a bad memory. I'm just a, a RPG main character. I've got some sort of amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no. So yeah, uh, I, I I have heard weirdnesses on the timer. I don't know how legit it is or not, but if you just because they pause the timer, you know, like we said before, go go check your house anyhow, quick, and just make sure you reset that timer. Wouldn't want anyone to lose it just because they saw, you know, hadn't logged in for you know maybe the timer was already going to start and they didn't check it. And they just got under the wire or something. I wouldn't want you to lose your house. All right. Watch the latest installment of Duty Commenced. I was home that day and I still didn't make it. Oh, no. I know. I didn't get to see this. Did you get to see this? No, I didn't get to see this. Oh, let's, uh, let's, let's <laughs> was that fast one of those days let's you look. had to put on a nice shirt and, and do a, a meeting? Yeah. You know, on occasion, <laughs> we've been using video conferencing and I actually have to put something from the top up. What's really embarrassing is when I walk away and my bare ass is showing. But, you know, hey, maybe that, maybe that's a raise in my future. Who knows? Um, but looks like, uh, looks like Aya's here. At least she's the, the main head honcho here on stream. That's not to say that, um, there are not others here playing. Now, Aya herself, uh, is a streamer. I don't know how much she streams these days with her responsibilities with 14. But uh, she uh, she has a really great stream. She used to stream a ton of Persona stuff um, and uh, some fighting games, and she's really good at fighting games. Uh, so uh, some good shit from the from the reps here. Uh, they're doing Ruby. I'm watching. I'm watching Ruby. Let's see. Oh, they're standing on the titty. They're standing in the in the nipple, and they're going uh, clockwise. On the edge See, of the boob. And I, and, I, and I stay – I always stay on in the cleavage and then go clockwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I, I'm hearing there's a lot of different well, – maybe not a lot. There's two different ways some people go in or something. I don't I don't know what that's about. But uh, go watch Aya. She's doing it. She's doing it the way we know how. 
And I think they didn't give away prizes. Didn't they say they were not going to give away prizes this time because of concerns with shipping or, or whatever? Yeah, I think that it might be in bad taste to ship out something that uh, during this time. So, um, yeah, yeah, they, no, no prize giveaways this time. But, you know, hopefully when we're out of this, maybe they'll double up the giveaways. <laughs> All right. So the other news is the Feast Season 15 is coming soon. Actually, it started because that was April 7th. So, uh, as per usual, uh, what, what's the prizes? Did we go, did we look at the prizes yet this year? Oh, this? no. Let's take a look at that one. I, yeah. like, I, like, I always like to know what I'm not going to get. <laughs> Yelp, you win this every <laughs> single time. I was watching some streams the other day, and I saw um, uh, it was one on Primal Server, and I saw ABCDEFGHOJKLMNO. Uh, they were, but they uh, were on the opposite team. They were on the opposite team. So let's see. Let's read on for details here. Oh, um, I don't see what, I don't see the prizes. Where's don't? all the good stuff, man? I'm scrolling up. I'm scrolling down. I don't see any like big major prizes just jumping. Oh out no, here this is the this is the face. play guide. I don't see the. Oh no! Did I click, did I click the wrong let's, thing? Well, there, well, there, there's another. There's two posts. One oh, about it being underway, and then this mm-hmm. one has the the rewards on it. So. Okay. Yeah, I see the season fifteen a, lone wolf trophy. It's pink. And then it's that the hellhound gear again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. still pretty rare. Not a lot of people have this hellhound mm-hmm. gear. I don't care if they keep reusing it or whatever. Um, this is uh still pretty bad to the bone. Oh that's right, and the mount is, is this another palette swap. I don't know how you mount. say that. Yeah. Very cool. Hope we get to see some uh people on our server on that list when we read the winners <laughs> all right they did update the echoes of a fallen star site uh, which is where we got the drop of what the day was going to be um i don't even know what they updated on this thing probably we already talked about it green dots <laughs> i always just look at the, look green, the green dots, dots. and see what what did they put here um it looks Story. like some, some maybe some edens for, i don't know why they'd update Eden's verse. Um, that might have been a previous update. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we know the relic, right? Yep, yep. Oh, yep. The uh, save the queen blades of Gunhilder is is the green is updated. So they keep just adding on to this site. It's a pain in the ass to get through. <laughs> I uh, I did uh, <laughs> I did the E uh, eight today, so I could get uh, another totem token what have you um and i i completely i only have not played for like a week and a half and i'd already forgotten about big lips goth girl and then she jumped out with the hammer and i was like oh her again good to see you again she was a thing (laughs) i haven't done it this week i did it last week so i got i could get my tome weapon to this week so there you go all right we have a, a interview what is this pax east this is PAX East 2020 interview. I don't know anything about this. <laughs> I put it in the notes and I never got around to reading it. Let's look at but it. But let's look at it together. Um, let's see. They were interviewing Yoshida and Mogi. Oh, this is actually Reddit did the interview, huh? 
This isn't just somebody's translation. Hmm. All right. So the first question is, would it be possible to implement a week delay prior to the release in Savage Patches? Many North American players feared rushed and stressed to skip normal mode cutscenes to prepare and to prepare crafted gear before raiding on patch release and feel that a week to prepare would help ease some of the stress off their minds. I'm just going to interject here. I know people in that personally have said this. They felt like they couldn't. To play the patch at all because they had to prep for a raid. Right. And that, so what did you know, Yoshida said? Yoshida says, we've constantly debated the issue, but there are several problems that we foresee, which causes us to keep the status quo each time. One, people will have already started to obtain at least a few pieces of the weekly token gear before Savage is implemented. The value of the crafted gear would fall even lower if we hypothetically delayed the dropping of weekly tokens until after the implementation of Savage to counter my first point, then people who don't do Savage content would be dissatisfied. These are just a few of the problems we've discussed. We'd have to revisit the overall design of item levels and how we handle item level increases with balancing, and it would require changes that have to take this to take place over the long term. We will continue to discuss and try tackling this issue again as we look into the next expansion. So it sounds like that's the way it's going to be for the five for, for uh, Shadowbringers. But yeah. I really wish they would do something. There's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the right answer to this. Um, I will say it seemed like a blink of an eye and E8S was done. It was already done, yeah. Um, I'm not sure somebody getting a tome ring would have helped that. Or, you know. Yeah, it's, it's now the, the only race to me is an ultimate race. You know, because those last more than 24 hours or 48 mm-hmm. hours, I don't even think Savage is that Savage. This is coming from somebody who hasn't Savage rated for, you know, a whole expansion. But um, I don't think Savage is really that Savage any longer. I don't know if it's because we've gotten all better as a player base. We know what to expect out of these fights. It's just some dance, you know, um, mm-hmm. or... Maybe the changing of, of abilities makes things easier. People understand their abilities more. Maybe the game is easier. Um, I don't. I don't know. But uh, it just the, the savages are just over. Like twenty four to forty yeah. hours, like it's done. Yeah. No, I hear you. All right. Reddit asks. It's been mentioned. Vera and Hothgar will likely be the last races added to Final Fantasy fourteen. In the place of new races, can we expect to see more variety of options for the existing races instead? Players are really interested in facial hair options, such as the one showcased by the Warrior of Darkness in the Shadowbringers trailer. Additionally, can we expect to see future helmets and hairstyles added for Viera and Rothgar? Yoshida says the Rothgar and Viera are designed with very uniquely shaped heads, which allows for them to preserve their race's identity. As previously mentioned, this is the reason we're not able to repurpose the hairstyles of other races. However, we are working on adding more hairstyles for these two races little by little, but your patience is appreciated as we work to create and release these. In regard to facial hair, we attempted implementation but ran into some issues, so it's on hold while we work to fix these problems. We're not giving up on this, so again, your patience is appreciated. Okay. He didn't really answer, I mean, mean, hair and facial stubble, but if we're not going to ever get any more races, I'd like to see, you know, you know, could could we have I don't know some new tattoos or some new I don't I don't know. Yeah, how hard Ears would it be? Or, <laughs> I I get maybe like a mustache. I guess is hard. I don't know. I, I I didn't program this game, but the um like the tattoos and stuff are just like colorations on the existing mm-hmm. skin tone. Like how how difficult is that to? 
add a few more things for facial tattoos or body tattoos or, or something. I don't I don't see how well, that would be that the, difficult. Well, and the dots on my Lalafell's forehead supposed to have like a gem color too, and that was ne- that never happened. Mm. You know, there's there's stuff that they already in lore, at least in the old lore, I don't remember anymore. You know, How hard but, would it necessarily be to add a Garlean? I mean, they're just yeah. they're just uh, hewers with a dot on their head. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, and you know, and maybe that's the, maybe that's the secret. Maybe they're not adding more races. Garlean's already a race in the game. Ooh, right. What if that's the hot take? Right. They're not going to add it here first. New. Maybe they. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh. Reddit asks, the books from Savage have started to become clutter and in player inventories. Is there any plans to add these to a currency tab similar to the Beast Tribe currencies? I don't know. I throw away my old books once I'm done with a tier. Don't you? I still have some books from old Savages just because I have a I have a retainer that just keeps old shit. Mm, yeah. Uh, but there was a point in, um, I think it was after Stormblood that I thought, oh, here comes... Here comes uh, a new job or something. I'm going to oh, buy some old some. gear. And you couldn't buy the old gear for the new jobs. Like you can't get a Zervon weapon for a right. dancer. So it's like, wow, they really don't want you to get some of these old weapons. What's the point of these books? So I think there's a reckoning coming to that retainer of mine uh, <laughs> where those books are finally about to be thrown in the garbage. And some of those models for some of that like – the the stuff from uh, 3.0, they're not that great. Like some of the Gordy's models and stuff, some are good and some are like... So. Well, and now we know that we could just... I, I wouldn't save a Zervon token because I could just go farm it. Uh-huh. And easily, you know what I mean? I don't know. But I, I see what you're saying. Anyway, what is their answer? Adding new items to the currency menu is not something I want to do without proper consideration and books from the past raid tiers have very little practical value. I'm sorry to deliver this answer, but I'd prefer players to just discard them. On a more serious note, currency items clutter up character data, and if we create a currency data for each item, it would further increase the amount of data transfer required, which may cause latency issues. I totally understand. These might have sentimental value, and it's hard to just throw them away, but if you could please just keep the books from the latest raid and get rid of the past ones. Okay, now, let's just remember that he said that, though, in case he ever pulls some shit like... Use a Zervan token and a ruby weapon or whatever token to upgrade your relic or something. Yeah. Because if he's er, – well, maybe not those tokens, but if he ever says, you know, you need pages from old raids to do something else, that – I would be – I'm hoping he means he would never do that. And I know I just finished saying I'll go farm him up again, but – Well, and he has said this before. He said this when 1.0 went to 2.0. And if you're like me, you're still holding your, you know, Gwen the Gwanit, whatever that, you yeah. know, your, all your the, the old wanted posters, the wanted yeah. posters and your old eggs Those from old the keys and the old keys, keys their, yeah. and stuff. And he said, we're not going to use them again. And they've been sitting there collecting dust for six years and they're, they, they've not been used again. Mm-hmm. I still like to have them because it's a, it's really to me, it's a relic from 1.0. So I want to keep those things. But, um, yeah, it, when he says it, he really means it. Um, I don't think he's going to use these items again. And um, he's totally Marie Kondo in us. I mean, they don't spark joy, <laughs> so time to throw them out. Yeah, yeah. If, if he really means he won't use them again, I think we should just throw them away. I, I can't. I can imagine keeping all of that shit. So, 
<sighs> All right. Reddit asks, players that are still interested in difficult four-player content, we've seen the expansion of very large-scale difficult content through Baldissian Arsenal. But is there any plans to take it in the other direction and give us some hardcore four-man content, perhaps similar to Mythic Dungeons and WoW? <laughs> they get asked this all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yoshi says, she just says, right now we are developing a raid that is similar in format to the Baldissian Arsenal, but we have not started to work on any higher difficulty four-player content. I feel there may be a disparity between the number of people actually voicing their desire for this type of content and the number of people who would actually play it. While implementing this isn't out of the question, I will say I'd be very careful in our consideration on how we'd make this a reality. They already took the easier four-player content away from us, mm-hmm. right? We don't, we're not getting a deep dungeon this time. Mm-hmm. They've already said they're not going to do this. He's, he, I, I think, think he so. has flat out said he's not going to do not hard, really interested in doing hardcore four-man content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am interested in what the new public dungeon is going to be. I would love to see... Something that we're having to hold something down, a fortress, a castle, mm-hmm. something, get some boss rushes. Um, I, I would like to see what they come up with for it because the diadem really ain't it. That's the that's the gathering place mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah. If they're separating the battle from the gathering, then let's go all in on the battle stuff. Um, so I have high hopes to see what they come up with. And it, it, they do have a jumping off point, the Baldizine Arsenal – uh, got a lot of rave reviews. I never got a chance to get I in it because did it. I couldn't get past Icy Hell of Pagos. And mm. I thought today even maybe I should see what Pagos is. It Probably nobody's running it on the weekdays. People are there all the time. I'm in really? a shell. The, the instances even get capped. I kind of thought it was a weekend sort of thing. I might have to step into it. Well, tomorrow's Friday anyway, so I'll probably jump into it. Uh, at some point in the near future, but I'd like to see how it is with the the solo stuff. Like if it's much easier to to get mm-hmm. things on it. I was I'm at the light phase in Pagos, so yeah. um, you know I can, I could probably knock that out uh, fairly fairly easily now, especially if people are running it uh, often. So we'll see. But the Baldizian Arsenal again is that jumping off point, and there was a lot of good that came out of it. There were some complaints to things, but. Um, if they use that model and they do something else with it, um, I don't think it's going to be like Diadem 2. Yeah. Yep. We'll see what happens. I would like them to give us something else. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Reddit asks, now that PSO2 is coming to North America, will we see the other side of the Final Fantasy XIV PSO2 collaboration? Did they have one? I didn't even know they had one. They what did. They, get? they got relic weapons, I believe, oh. um, in, in PSO2. Uh, Yoshida says, when we first received the offer, we started moving forward with the intention of incorporating Final Fantasy elements into Fantasy Star Online 2 and to help build excitement for online games. Since the regions in which PSO2 was available in were vastly different from that of Final Fantasy XIV, we could not make any promises to implement content on the Final Fantasy XIV side. We could not make any... Uh, now that the situation has changed... It is true that we could potentially consider the notion, but Final Fantasy XIV's content release schedule is packed. And I'm afraid at this time I really can't say much about any potential collaboration content. Your understanding would be appreciated. I get it. They're packed, I guess. They're packed. Okay. And, and I get that I don't think the impact over here would be as much as it was over there. Like to mm-hmm. bring PSO2 here, I think you'd have a lot of people going, so – 
And yeah. over there, it's like, oh shit, 14's in my PSO2 because it was big over there. It's it's the same right. as, and maybe not as much now, but a few years back, you throw a Dragon Quest thing into 14 and you're going to have people going, so? But, you know, I, I Dragon Quest has more impact than PSO2 in the West. So, there you go. Yep, yep. All right. Reddit asks, when designing a character, how important is it to keep the technical limitations of the engine in mind? Was there ever, ta- ever time the engine had to break its limits? Uh, uh, Yusuke Mogi is answering now. When I work on the very first concept art, it's with an anything-goes approach. I don't want to close off any possibilities. If I only created what I know we can do, then ideas dry up and become very bland. So I don't think too much on the technical specifications of the game engine. I believe the most fun and challenging part is thinking about how we can take our new and creative ideas and recreate them in-game. I do think of ideas that would push the limits of the graphics engine, but because Final Fantasy XIV has a packed patch schedule, I refrain from going too crazy with those. Laugh. I don't have any comment on that. I don't have any comment on that. (laughs) Good, good. Dream big, and then, you know, you have to... Make it yeah. fit 14. The only thing I would think is limitations sometimes make your creativity grow. Um, and this is not refuting what he says here. Uh, you have to think big and then through those limitations, you come up with creative ways to make it come across. And sometimes it even makes the product better. Mm-hmm. I do hate that. So we seem to fight this engine so often, or at least that's the excuse. Uh, but when the engine was rebuilt, off of what 1.0's engine was like as in they had to make something new because 1.0 was so bad so they did something new and now we're still we're fighting the 2.0 i've mm-hmm. even heard the comment like wow they should do something where they destroy the world, destroy the world and, and start it all over again <laughs> it's like well <laughs> how many calamities do we need to go through uh, i think i think seven more <laughs> well yeah for the final result right <laughs> Depends if we're going to go for this rejoining or not. <laughs> All right. Reddit asks, several players note that Emmett Selk and the Crystal Exarch share the same costume colors, crimson, black, gold, and white, only with the most prominent color res- reversed. And in many ways, they play as foils to each other in the 5.0 MSQ. Was this a deliberate design choice? Mogi says, the Crystal Exarch's attire is based on a request to have his key color be red and it shares the same color with both Emmett Selk and Ardbart. However, each one of them features a different key color, but this is actually all a coincidence. And he yeah. laughs. The development team is quite pleased to have unintentionally created something so deeply nuanced. Hmm. I never noticed the color palettes to be quite no, honest. No, I, I I didn't notice they were the same. They they all look so different to me. Yeah, that and 14 doesn't exactly have the widest color palette anyway, you know, but, uh, it's neat that they made the Exarch red. A lot of times you see the enemy as red Mm -hmm. and the good guy is blue or something. So it's kind of cool. that They swap that. Yeah, for sure. All right. Reddit asks how many revisions and drafts does it typically take to settle on a final design for a new character? Mogi answers, I would produce around three variations of a concept or initial idea and then repeat this for two or three rounds. Once we've narrowed down these ideas, there are up to two more revision phases in the character, including their gear. That being said, there are times I would get the okay during the concept phase, but had to revise it when we rendered it as a character model, especially with character faces. The representation in the in-game engine render might result in a different impression overall than what 
we had looked at to achieve what we had looked to achieve in the concept phase. Hmm. I can see that. It's probably not any different than when I roll my character and bring her into game and it's like, oh, that's not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. But probably, you know, to the nth degree. I wonder if there's like any ones they're really unhappy with. They wish they would have done better. Hmm. That'd been a good follow up question. Yeah. All right. Reddit asks, have any of your designs been latched onto strongly by the community that you weren't expecting? Oh, God. (laughs) Mogi says that would probably be Emmett Selk and Xenos, I think. I believe NPCs truly shine because of the story, but never did I imagine they would become more talked about than legacy Final Fantasy characters. Note, this is in reference to the recent Final Fantasy rankings held by NHK in Japan. We covered that before. Right. Yeah, it's yeah I was shocked, thirst. honestly. Hmm? Yeah, well, I, I said it's the thirst. I mean, that we have a great – for a storyline, Emmett Selk is amazing. Uh, uh, he's an amazing villain. It's an amazing story. But what I get out of this question is how freaking thirsty are the Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen <XIV laughs> people that they want to well, bang Twitter is horny. Emmett Selk. My God, how many times do I have to hear horny on main? Shut the fuck up. Horny on main with that shit. Emmett Selk and Xenos. You're looking at asses, and I don't know what they look at in <laughs> Emmett Selk. Maybe just the whole package. Uh, but Xenos <laughs> is definitely that big ass. I, you know, he gets me within Betty Davis eyes, but, you know, everybody else, <laughs> everybody else is looking at Xenos's ass. But yes, this community. The people, maybe it's just the people I follow. I had to mute a couple, couple people that I, I, I did an amnesty on my Twitter. Uh, and I, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm unmuting everybody. You know mm-hmm. what? Send me the anime girls with the giant penises. Send me, send me all of your, your dirty pictures, your tentacles and, and slimy things. And, uh, I had, I had to, I had to reverse my decision on that because <laughs> I just, this just too much for me. It's just yeah. it's just way too much for me. But this community is quote unquote horny on main for uh, Emmett Selk and Xenos. And um, to be quite honest, um, my uh, my lily ass just cannot figure out why. <laughs> now, are there any female characters that everybody goes nuts for? I don't hear all. I mean, that'd probably be offensive, Yelta. We can't oh, be horny not, for female characters. You're not allowed to characters. be lusty about female characters. Well, that would be offensive to those to those those wonderful, uh, upstanding ladies. Uh, we wouldn't want to do that. But th- these guys, we can ogle oh. all day long. All right, they're just meat. Just meat. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, Reddit asks. Has a piece of concept art ever been the inspiration for a character rather than been designed for the character? Has a piece of concept art ever been the inspiration for a character rather than being designed for the character? Okay. Uh, Mogi answers, Characters involved in the main scenario in Final Fantasy XIV naturally come after the story. By the time I joined the project, all the members of the Scions were already established. As for some of the relatively new characters introduced in Storm, Blood, and Beyond, there would be cases where I would received some basic ideas for character and draft a design, and then from there, a story was added to provide more flavor. However, I don't think we've ever had a situation where the script suddenly was being rewritten based on some concept art. Speaking in a more general sense, and if this were a different title, or if we were in a situation where new lore needs to be created, I would think this would occur more frequently. Hmm. 
the answer tells more than the question did. Yeah, on, on that one, I didn't quite understand the question, but the but the answer makes sense. And I'm getting from that. Remember when uh, they had asked for designs for the um, the new um, Eden raids, right? And mm-hmm. so somebody designed um, Gaia with the hammer. And everybody was like, ooh, a hammer. And Yoshida's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I told them to design, but I never told them the weapon. And they come out with this hammer, and there's no hammers in the game. There's no hammers yeah. for, you know, whatever oh, she yeah. was supposed everybody to represent. Everybody was like, oh, we're getting a hammer class. We're getting a hammer. We're getting a hammer. And he's like, yeah, she can have that hammer, but that ain't coming. <laughs> we ain't yeah. getting that hammer for anybody else or whatever. So, no, they didn't go back and rewrite some shit and add a hammer class to the game just because, you know, Big Lip Goth Girl has a hammer. Uh, no, that, that didn't happen here. But I can see also the, the lore has been from 1.0 days. Koji Fox was working on this in 1.0. They have built lore upon lore upon lore. We've got lore books. We've got all this deep lore of the game. And no, they don't have to go back and cram some shit together because Mm -hmm. we got enough as is. All right. And that was the whole thing. That was good. That was actually pretty good. I, uh, yeah, I'm glad we had time to read it all. <laughs> That's cool. All right, then let's see. Oh, here we go. Patch 5.25 notes. We already talked a lot about a lot of this. So uh, there was new side story quests to just save the queen. Blades of Gunhilder. Gun- well, let's talk yeah, about that. So, yeah, that, that's. I was excited. You know, they had hinted to do the Gunbreaker quests before to to have that done so you would have actually been introduced to you know the scenario here mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you you have you done any gunbreaker no i did i did the i think okay. i did like first two or something like you're introduced to this one of these guys a rothgar and a viera you know like you had to mm-hmm. do some kind of protect them in the woods or whatever in Gridania. I, I remember a little bit of it. And yeah, I was introduced to it. I understood partially because we do this podcast and I <laughs> like the lore of this game, but I understood what was happening um, with uh, Bajda Citadel. And I knew from 1.0, I, I knew what had happened in the past, but of course it was shrouded in mystery. And uh, we knew that uh, Sid Garlon had something to do with it. His father definitely had something to do with it and that it was, what sparked him to leave Garlemald and um, uh, reject Garlean ways. So that that part was a foundation for me going into this. None of this was a major surprise until, which I think is a surprise for everybody, when you actually see what truly transpired uh, during mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. How did you feel? What did you think? <sighs> you want to go piece by piece? Like I, I got <laughs> I into I it? I don't know. Well, let's, no. uh, let's let's take a journey, all right? Let's let's walk uh, yeah. down the path. So, like, so you get into it, right? And then um, you go to Doma, and this is the spoilery part, ladies and gentlemen. If you hadn't done this, you can pause or whatever for the next five, ten minutes. Uh, we'll keep the spoilers somewhat light, I guess. But I don't know. I want to talk about it. But um, we, so we, as in the collective, we. Um, Enter into um, Doma and they go, hey, come talk to – go find Hien um, through a series of steps. Go find Hien. He's trying to get – Bozja has asked us. They want to join the alliance for the eastern side. They want to rebel against uh, Garlemald too and this is their chance. Mm-hmm. And Hien is like, yeah, you know, you sparked this in me to for Doma to join up with the rest of the alliance and now I, miss, I must do my part to help them. So say la vie. So we take a boat. 
It's one. Actually, I thought that was cool because it looked like an old school airship, like a Final Fantasy One airship. I thought yeah. that was pretty neat. And it takes you to this beach, and then this music starts playing, and it I sounds know. well. At first, it sounds like kind of off. Like the first couple of notes or whatever, this sounds like really like wow. What is this? What is? It sounds like background music or something weird. I don't know what's going on with it. Oh, and then the vocals hit. Oh man. Oh my goodness, this music is so good in this zone. It's just this – it sounds like Middle Eastern. I could be way off with that, but it, it's just the beat, the the vocals, the – I hear a sitar in it. I, it's – oh so my gosh. like going gosh. on in that background music. Yeah. yeah, I'm like dancing thinking about it, you know? Like it's just <laughs> so good. But um, so you hit this beach and then they give you the scenario and, the, and, and boiling it down – they're like, look, we're trying to build these weapons, and we've also got uh, Chicklet from. Well, she was from what? The last relic? What was? No, she was from the twenty um, four man raid. She was from the um, reading the the stones for the uh, previous twenty four man tier, the Damascus stuff. So, yeah. um, and yep. I can't remember her name. K- Koto Kyoto. I don't. Remember. I don't remember her name. So, so uh, Aura Girl says, uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out these stones, but. We're missing everything but one little piece. We got to get these inscriptions from these weapons so we can figure out how to make new weapons. Well, lo and behold, here's Geralt. This was a funny part where Geralt's like, (laughs) can you step aside with me real quick? Because everybody's like, he is the best. And he's like, Rowena told him a load of shit. (laughs) And they all think I'm great. And so just go with it. You're like, okay. So... You're, so this is the plan. They got to figure out how to get these inscriptions, and the only people that they can figure out is people who have, must have been there during that time. Well, lo and behold, um, and by that during that time, I mean before the the fall of Bajra Citadel, before the, the the incident, right, where Dalamud shocks the place and destroys everything. And uh, Chick goes, well, lo and behold, I got this stone, and we can see using the echo, we can look into somebody's memory. So this is where it really gets good <laughs> is when they look into Gerhold's memory and sees him on the beach with Rowena and these memories are skewed. These memories are not like a perfect representation. They are what we remember plus what we do to our memories to make us, you know, feel good about our Palatable. past. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts off normal and it turns into them running on the beach in wedding gear because apparently Geralt's still in love with Rowena. <laughs> and he's like, okay, stop this shit. Whatever. We're out of it. So obviously everything works. And uh, then they decide to uh, to get the one person that they know has seen this stuff before the Bozja incident, and that's Sid Garland. And so they get Sid well, involved. Yeah, well, before that, though, you have like a forward echo. You oh. know to get remember you have you have a you know to get Sid because you have an echo showing you doing the memory thing with Sid. Yeah, that's wild. Apparently, that she weird. she gets forward echoes, and that that could come into play later on. I, I, I this has never been explained in previous quests, but apparently, she gets forward echoes. So that's yeah, that's a really weird concept. Um, but yes, you're right. That's where they see. Uh, Sid uh, as the next one, and then it's like coming together like, oh, yeah, Sid was there. Well, Bosja, these these Bosjans, I don't know what to call them, um, they don't like Sid because their dad was the one that created this incident, and they put them together. The Garlands are, you mm-hmm. know, bad guys. 
Uh, but Sid decides to uh, to join you guys, and you go into his memory. And this is where we go into the whole dungeon stuff. This is where it's a it's a it's a three man dungeon. It's you and two NPCs. Sid, who doesn't do shit because he's freaking out the whole time, and uh, and the and the aura. And she just basically heals you. She's just kind of keeping you up. At least in my – I played a DPS, so she's just kind of mm-hmm. healing me the whole time. And you go through some wild shit. I don't remember if there were three bosses. There were definitely two. And there, was a, there, was a, there was packs and packs of uh, – oh, what did they – they called them something that would – antibodies? Yes, that's what it was. It was like this these strange antibody things that I guess were um, things that were trying to – uh, uh, I don't know. They just were coming out of his memory. He was basically Sid is like blocking this incident. You come to find right. out he's like anything. He doesn't want to remember. He doesn't want to remember. So anything that he could come up with that had to do with Dalamud, the Empire, and, and, and things of that nature were were stepping up and stopping the way. So yeah, you fight these antibodies, and then you fight next Bahamut. Bahamut <laughs> Prime is down there, but. It's a weakened state because you basically are solo in it, but it was a pretty decent fight. Like it's using the moves. It took me a while on healer. (laughs) I bet it did. I bet it did. (laughs) It was pretty much a wash on on summoner, but um, Mm. it was a fun little dance because it had a lot of mechanics from the original Bahamut fight, um, but it also had some extra mechanics like – where it makes you go around it in a circle, like um, Mm -hmm. you know, it shows the arrow. They've shown us that before. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So that that was fun to me, and it played answers the entire time, and that was that hit me like it started playing mm-hmm. answers, and I was like, oh, I I paused, like I had to I had to give it a oh, minute yeah. before I before I stepped into it and really uh, took him down. And, then, but, and, the, and, and that whole zone is amazing looking; it's really cool. Oh and yeah, then, and, you, and then you saw like Dalamut up there. Dalamut's in the and- sky. Um, even the things with like the streets, how has he's remembering the streets kind of build themselves. And you you see these – it's – everything's warped. It's like an S.C. Escher, M.C. Escher painting, you know, mm-hmm. like everything is above you but it's also below you but it's beside you and everything runs together. If you walked, you know, through one side, you come out the other kind of feeling. Um, so yeah, the whole aesthetic was great. Now you're in the, the, the main Citadel part, right, where the actual incident happens and you have a, a small cut scene where young Sid, the beardless Sid – um, <laughs> is speaking to his father and it's not going well. Dad doesn't want to hear shit about his research, about what Sid is, has discovered. And yeah. uh, you go to the next scene and, and now it's Grandpappy. It's Solus uh, Yegalbus. Solus, yep. uh, yeah, it, uh, it, what's he doing there? Why, why, is the, why is the old man there? And then Sid's not – Sid's reacting and it's not, it's not Solus. It's Varus. It's actually Varus who was there that was causing the issues. Well – Varys shoots young Sid, but it's like he shoots the old Sid because he's feeling the same pain and he can't figure mm-hmm. out. Sid's freaking out, and the aura's going. Sid's having a freak out. We got to fight this guy. He's 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 doing it. So you have like a pretty badass fight with Varys, mm-hmm. which I totally appreciate. You know, Varys is a weird character model. Varys, he's he's really weird looking. He's a yeah. really weird looking guy. Even. Even more so than what they put together for Grandpappy, which is basically Varys's body with a, with Ramu's beard when they did that. But 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 Varys is a weird character model. He didn't have much depth. They only gave him depth at the end of Shadow. Uh, sorry, at the end of Stormblood, and he basically was Hitler. 
because he's like, kill all the other races, and here's will reign supreme. We'll we'll join all the races like the the uh, uh, Asians really want us to do anyway. Because he doesn't really get what the Asians really mm-hmm. want to do, but but he just goes into this third reich mode or whatever and that's all the depth you really get from Ver- oh, now we know what Varus's fate is uh so you don't get much from him but i felt like we never got like any like serious Varus action well here it all is right. we got some Varus action now and it's a good fight he's got a badass sword he's a badass shield that big gun looking yeah. shield that he's got like a gun barrel on the shield that's that's pretty wicked um so um it was a good fight, and I can't tell you much about it because I can't remember a whole lot about the actual fight <laughs> itself. But um, uh, then at the end of that deal, um, it wasn't Varys at all. It was actually Sid's father who shot him, and that was the memory he was trying to block the whole time. But as Sid looked at his father, the 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 Sid that the, the real Sid, the Sid that's looking back on his own memories, he notices that his father's eyes have changed, and he's been tempered by Bahamut. He's he's basically enthralled by Bahamut, and all these years, Sid had been blaming himself for uh, not being able to stop his father from creating the Bosnia incident. But uh, he never it, had a chance. He never had a chance. It couldn't have happened because Bahamut uh, or Dalamud was in control um, of the situation. But lo and behold, in the background are all the weapons. That we needed to get the inscription from. <laughs> so I guess through that, because it never really was like, hey, there are the weapons. It, it just was like you got out of the dream after the fight and uh, Sid feels better and, and everybody knows what the inscriptions are. Bada bing, bada bang. Gerholt moves his hammer and we, we've got um, we've got a new relic weapon and they say, uh, come back and see us in the next patch, I guess, and we'll hook you up. And then there's a repeatable quest after that that you can – you can get more weapons. Basically, just turn in more items for for a the low, low price yeah. of a thousand poetics. Thousand poetics. <laughs> well, and I was, I was lucky. I had had capped poetics. Uh, I don't remember if it was Brock or I know at least uh, at least at least Brock. I think some other people too. Like they just had spent all of their poetics on Monday. Oh. And I'm like, oh. Bad form, Peter. You need those poetics. <laughs> I had uh, I had uh, fifteen hundred. So that's. That's why I had to get in there so I could get another uh, another weapon here whenever mm. Bard gets up there. But if I run Bard a couple more times, I'll have both the poetics and the levels needed to um, to get my stuff. I was super impressed with the storyline for a for a point fiver. Um, I was not expecting this depth of story, and anything that has to go back to the one stuff to me is a banger. I love it. Uh, they are constantly going back to one to clear up loose ends. I never thought of the Bosja incident as a loose end. We just knew it was Dalama we doing it. We knew it happened, shit. right? Right. I didn't think we were ever going to go into it. I'm glad they did. It made I found it very enjoyable. I am curious how people who never played 1.0, uh, they they know there was a calamity, and you know, and, and and it has been spoken of before that even before the calamity, there was shenanigans with uh, Dalamud and uh, destruction, and we knew there was tempering and stuff, but. I sometimes wonder if, if what people who didn't play 1.0, they, they're probably not as attached to that original lore as we, but, right. but I'm, I'm hoping it's not annoying for them or confusing. I don't think so. I think even for us as 1.0 players, it was just kind of a bump in the road. It was something that was part of the lore, and we knew that that was the spark that had Sid come and, um, and join the um, Eorzean Alliance. 
But beyond that, no, we just thought, hey, that's how Sid's dad died. I don't think they ever really painted Sid's dad in a in a negative light, like big time negative light. I don't remember going through 1.0 going like, wow, Sid's dad must have been a real dick bag. Um, but, you know, I think as lore went on, it was just kind of hinted that like, yeah, th- this was something that Sid didn't want to do, but his father did. And his father paid the price for pushing too hard for the empire. So it really was more like the empire is bad. The empire will mm-hmm. go at all. It will do anything for power and it will even kill its own for power. And that we just kind of left it at that. But to know now it affected basically one of the city-states that they took over. It wasn't on like Garlean soil. It was on Bosnian soil. And it didn't just kill a bunch of Garleans. It killed a bunch of these people. Um and now knowing that Sid's father was really just enthralled by Dalamud, um, yeah, it, it completely gives some depth to something that was there but didn't have that much impact on me at the time. I think for 1.0 players, though, it will have a much greater impact than it would be for somebody who just picked it up in 2.0 and on. And that's that. I, I don't know what else to yeah. say. The, the relics don't glow. Um, no, there's no glow. No glow to uh, I know it. Pe- I know people have complained that like the white mage one is just a stick. I think it's a very pretty stick. Yeah. I'm interested to see what they do with it. Some of them look really plain. Yeah. The black mage one kind of confuses me. It just it looks very odd. I'm I feel almost feel like the black mage one is intended to look better when it is given a glow or something. Mm. Uh, the astrologian one, uh, Raven had that. That looked very pretty, I think. I've got a couple of books in their books. Like one, the summoner one looks like a summoner's horn coming off the left side. The scholar one looks like a feather coming off the right side. I mean, they're what are you going to do with a book, right? But they don't look bad. <laughs> they don't look bad. They just don't look badass. You know. Yeah, and it is the first step in the relic. So uh, hopefully... Because they are, they are, are, are they all new models? Did we at least get new models for everything? They look new to or? me. Oh, yeah, the ones I had look new. So that's nice. But, and then, uh, there were Sky Steel tool quests also came out. I already mentioned those. Basically, it's a, <coughs> it's basically just a quest. Talk to the guy, you can buy the base weapon. And then, like, on the crafting one, you had to use the base weapon to make a bunch of stuff. And then on the gathering one, I had to just gather a bunch of stuff and then just turn them all in for upgraded stuff. So there wasn't a whole lot there. I don't even remember if there was much of a story. That doesn't no. sound bad at all. I figured. It no, it was bad. I probably will do all of them just because. Oh wow. Well, I don't know about all of them. I'll do the. I'll probably do the gathering ones. I don't know if I'll do all the crafting ones. All of my gatherers are eighty, so I can see myself definitely doing the gatherer ones in these. Yeah. Because it's just going around and just hitting trees. And the gatherer one, I didn't even have to use the actual item. This is actually the the item they gave me. Now, the crafting one, it made me use the pan to do the cooking. So, I don't know. That's It's pretty fast. Just grindy. But, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, there's some new housing items. I haven't seen any of them in-game. They're uh, from the furnishing design contest of 2019. Those are pretty, though. Yeah, yeah. The, the the pictures in the patch notes certainly looks nice. And then uh, battle system was just resistance weapons have been quest line has been added. Oh, they added a new trial. This okay, so EX. you said you've done the EX, right? I I've been in there. I have not completed it, but I only went in a couple blind parties. 
and derped around. So, um, anything it, it new? Is, anything crazy? He does a lot of moves, and a lot of the names of the moves are in Latin, which is screwing some people up. Hmm. But um, I think I think once you associate what they are, it, it hits hard. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I don't think it's probably as hard as it seems. I think once I read a guide or watch a video, it'll be probably pretty clear. It's it seems like one of those in and out type things. Like the melee guys are going to be upset because there's yeah. you know you got to get out for the one move and you got to be kind of close to the in for the next move and and like every e, normal to ex. You know, the normal, they give you a tell, and you usually can kind of get out of there when you see the cast mm-hmm. bar in a lot of these EXs. It's like, once you see the cast bar, you probably, it's probably too late. You gotta watch for the glow or something. The green yep. glows yep. and red glows and those or, kind of You things. have to catch that, you know, whatever has begun casting whatever or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I haven't cleared it yet. I hope, I'm hoping maybe this weekend some of us get together and give it a, give it a good try. I haven't heard. I haven't. I've really tried not to read too much about it or anything. I was just trying to be blind. So we'll see what happens. Uh, it, you do have to be level eighty. You have to be add item average item level four seventy, and you have a time limit of sixty minutes, which surprised me because I think some of the other ones had longer. The last couple I thought had longer time limits than in an hour. I always feel like, like they're ninety, but. Yeah, maybe, this maybe one's just 60. So I don't know. Maybe this is a short one. Maybe it doesn't have a long cutscene in the middle. Uh, I don't know. Don't and what's know. the deal? You get three drops out of it, like two coffers and something else? Or you get three coffers? I know you get a token. Right. A token or two or something. I can't remember. You get a token, and the tokens can be traded in for coffers. And the coffers, when you open them, you get, you know, the chest piece of whatever job you're on when you open it so mm-hmm. do be on the correct job when you open it i've already heard somebody bitch in a in a link shell that they forgot to switch jobs mm. um i think that you also get some actual coffers that drop also i think i had heard that as well because yeah, if you just I, go in with the totems or tokens it's 19 you gotta have 19 to get the full set yeah so uh like I said, I haven't finished it yet, but I've only just derped around in there so far. Did meet a really fun other link shell, uh, or different free company. Uh, Kohede, Raven, and I joined this group. And they're like, here's the Discord if you want. And so we're like, all right, we'll go to the Discord. Uh, they were very chatty and very fun. And, and uh, we were waiting a really long time for some something. I can't remember what. Somebody to meld something or unlock something or for the final slot to fill and uh, we went over to the free company house and hung out and chatted with them, and it was, it was, it was kind of cool. I've had, I haven't had like a social moment like that in this game in a really fucking long time. That's I, nice. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was weird. And at one point, they're like, they're like, trying to snipe the free company members. <laughs> uh, you ain't yeah, breaking like, this free company. I'm, up. Like, I'm like, I don't think you're getting Raven or Kohede, and I'm the leader, so. <laughs> But uh, no, it was it was cool. Uh, I, I'm in their Discord. I think I invited a bunch of them to the link shell. I can't remember now. I have to remember to freaking use the link shell ever. So no, it was it was that I was actually kind of astounded. In fact, we probably were so chatty and goofing around. We probably didn't get as far as we could have if we had all been like serious face. But I wasn't too worried on Tuesday about being serious face. I was just trying to get in there and dork around a bit. So, which is exactly what I did. 
All right. Uh, they did strengthen the echo in Eden's Gate, so that's now 15%. So if you haven't been in there and want to get in there, we have some echo. And then season 15 of The Feast will begin. We knew that. Items have been added. Recipes have been added. You can now discard the writ of beautification, beautification and writ of commendation. I don't even know what those are. Do you remember what those even are? I don't recall those at all. It's not, it has something to do with crafting or gathering. I'm sure. I should I should probably do an item search and make it's sure it's three point X. So it's got to be oh. some some kind of uh, something that you used to buy with like the scripts to get some stuff accomplished. Okay, I don't even remember. All right, they added sky steel tools. We already talked about that, and. Oh, if you get lost and you want to do these sky steel tools, some of, like the crafting, one of the items comes from yellow script. I couldn't find it on my gathering log and I was very confused. And you buy it with yellow script. Mm. So that's my hot tip was when you can't find it. <laughs> when it was also patch day, so like no one had a guide yet. There, It wasn't in any of our uh, favorite sites to go find stuff, you know. All right, all right. The rest of it's just everything you already know. Uh, They did add the newest trial, which is called question mark, question mark, question mark in the notes. That counts for uh, tank mount achievements. What else is on here? Oh, the wreck ticket. Greatwood will no longer be in separate instances. Oh, not enough action in the Greatwood, I guess. Apparently. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Ilmeg is still popping. Like, I guess it's because of the um, the Beast Tribe stuff, but like, mm-hmm. even even Fates there were popping. Like, there were there were big crowds doing Fates there. So, I, I see that one still being one that would be uh, separate. Maybe the Tempest too. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even remember if anybody else was still separate. All right, they resolved some issues, but I don't know how much we care about them <laughs> there are <laughs> was, was there anything in there that you think was no i well because i haven't read these this is why oh. an issue where the help <laughs> text for the rabbit suit and dapper rabbit suit did not indicate that cure for hands legs or feet cannot be used while they're equipped okay yeah there are some known issues where an enemy list doesn't display correctly or some of the battle log stuff isn't right and Enemy effects aren't displayed correctly. Huh. Areas, players and areas added in the new patch won't, oh, appear in certain, in search results. Shadows aren't displaying correctly in some places. Well, Yoshida, what's wrong with your game, man? Fix it. I can see where you would not make uh, the search show where somebody was, especially if they were in a spoilery area. But I don't know. That doesn't seem to make sense anyway. All right. Cool. Well, apparently, the manager dressing table doesn't display correctly, and uh, the dyes don't do the right parts of the idealized equator's thigh boots, however the fuck you say that. So mm. die be broken. So, you know, everybody's going to have built their entire outfit around those boots, and they're going to be... I did, and I am pissed. You, I actually pissed? I started a petition on the official forums <laughs> to check that out. All right. Anything else you want to talk about the patch, or have we beat it to death already? Uh, beat it to death. All right. Uh, the feast season fifteen is underway, but we already really talked about that. So, 
All right, we have a developer's diaries, episode six, building the battles. I did not ever get around to watch. I was apparently playing the game too much hey, that's to okay. actually prepare for the podcast. So. <laughs> I only perused it, and it just you know the thing that stood out was you know they had all these different battle models, and they didn't have any issues. Like this is these are the guys that do the battles. Time and time again, but mm-hmm. the the part that I got out of it was like how how to show the personalities of people while they're showing off the battle. Like how can how can we give each of the scions their own specific personality when they're fighting and other other things? So you know they 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 don't really tell you how they just <laughs> they, just they look they, for certain they, qualities they and just <laughs> embellish those qualities to make it you know to make it their own. And um, I I personally think that each scion seems to have their own mood. Um, I was very thrilled to see that in that, um, that most recent fight where you have to kind of like think about your, your friends or if you choose, you know, think about your battle buddies. Strongest. Yeah. I think you get the same set (laughs) regardless, but, uh, and they've, that's not much of a spoiler. I think they've shown it in the artwork and everything. You got all the scions lined up behind you, ready to fight. Um, Well, that confused the shit out of us though. Remember when we were perusing the patch trailers, Early on, we're like, Sid gets shot. Yeah. And they were like, well, how are the science here? Yeah, it's, yeah, they they did that to us again where they merge a lot of stuff from different patches together to make it seem like some crazy story is going to happen. But these are things from the 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 point five and the point one and the da 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 all mixed together. Uh, so, yeah, we got our scene with all the science behind us. But I, I, I always thought each of them have their own personality when they fight. Mm-hmm. It was fun to see when 5.0 launched, like Urian J being able to do certain things that others couldn't, or like the fact that Thancred can't use magic anymore. So if you have Reen with him in the party, he can use more gunbreaker moves mm-hmm. than he could without her in the party. Um, so, you know, you had the whole gang there in the most recent fight, and um, I think they all show up and, and show out. Their, their own personality. So they've done a good job. This team has done a really good job of um, making everybody feel um, – have their own identity. And it, they, they're they not secondary Final Fantasy characters. I don't go mm-hmm. – you know, I mean I'm nostalgic. I love Locke. I love Edgar. <laughs> I love C- Cecil and uh, all these other cast of characters from the Super Nintendo and Nintendo days and all that. But I mean Thancred and Ishtola – and Urian J, these, I mean, they belong side by side with these legendary characters like Squall and Zidane. And yes, even Cloud. Yes, even Cloud. Even Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everybody's got a, 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 a uh, I'm trying to think, a buster sword down their throat right now. So I'm hating on Cloud at the moment. But everybody is sucking deep on a buster sword at this moment. Um, enjoy it. Don't gag on your oh material. Oh, my God. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Okay. What's on tap? We have some developers blog. Uh we have Aetherite Attuned Pax East. We already read this. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. This is all about the Pax East. Remember we wanted that uh I wanted the scarf. I wanted the scarf, yeah. Now I want it so I can wrap it around my face when I go into Walmart. I know right. Use a, just use a scarf. Yeah, we we I must have forgotten to remove these out of the notes because we read all of these. 
<laughs> Even the last one too. Don't worry, be happy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we read we that read one that too. Already. Well, great. Well, hey, uh, developers blog. Can we get some new shit? Yeah. What's happening? We've... It's been a few weeks, right? <laughs> it has. They're they're super busy. They must. Be. And I suppose they're probably all at home now, <laughs> trying not to pass COVID to each other. Hey, that's the right thing to do. And mm-hmm. we're still, you know, Yelta and I are both work from home right now. We're sympathetic to the plight. Um, you know, it's and it's different for everybody. I'm seeing a lot of these celebrities coming out of the woodwork to talk about how bad their lives are. <laughs> Right now, where they're locked behind behind their closed in, doors, in their big houses, their so. huge houses, and all that—that's yeah. it's a, what a terrible plight. But um, thank you for listening to us. I mean, you could be doing <laughs> other things. There's, you could be sucking on a Buster sword at the moment. You could be, uh, you could be catching eggs from the sky in Animal Crossing, or you know, better yet, you could be getting your umpteenth relic for the low, low price of 1000 poetics, but, uh, <laughs> no, we, we appreciate you take the time to, to listen to us and, uh, spend, uh, spend an hour or two with us, uh, once a week. So thanks. For sure. Thank you. All right. Then I guess it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. And thank you for all who have. You can find us on Twitter at GTFFXIV. Email us at GTFFXIV at gmail.com. Please rate us. Uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-B-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.